listening to a podcast from Victory. Jesus, our saving King, was promised and would bring peace to the kingdom. Learn more about this message in week one of our series, A New Hope. And this morning, I'm so excited because we have a new series, and our series is called New Hope. And I believe uh, this is very timely, especially nowadays. No? Yung talagang kalangan natin, because I know many of us might be losing hope, but I want us to understand in Christ, there is always hope. And so the next three Sundays, papag-usapan natin. Today is Palm Sunday. We'll talk about how the triumphal entry gave us hope. And then next week, we'll talk about the crucifixion and the resurrection. And then after that, Pentecost and all of these events where Christ was involved gave us a new hope. So if you have your Bibles with you, open to the book of Luke, the 19th chapter. We'll begin with the story starting in verse 28 to verse 40. So follow along as we read our Bible. Verse 28. And when he had said these things, he went on ahead. And going up to Jerusalem, when he drew near to Bethpage and Bethany, at the mount that is called Olive, he sent two of the disciples, saying, Go into the village in front of you, where on entering you will find a colt or a donkey tied, on which no one has ever yet sat. Untie it and bring it here. If anyone asks you, Why are you untying it? You shall say to this, The Lord has a need of it. Verse 32. So those who were sent went away and found it just as he had told them. As they were untying the colt, its owner said to them, Why are you untying the colt? And they said, The Lord has need of it. And they brought it to Jesus. And throwing their cloaks on the colt, they set Jesus on it. And as he rode along, they spread their clothes on the road. Verse 37. As he was drawing near, already on the way down the Mount of Olives, the whole multitude of his disciples began to rejoice and praise God with a loud voice for all the mighty works that they had seen. And saying, Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest. And some of the Pharisees in the crowd said to him, Teacher, rebuke your disciples. And he answered, I tell you, if these were silent, the very stones would cry out. This is the word of the Lord. Let's pray. Lord, bless your word today. Thank you, Lord. Through these narratives, we can find hope, Lord, in you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You see the story that we have just read. It was a time that uh, Israel, the people of God themselves, were looking for hope. Okay, gone are the days na yung time ni David, that uh, Israel was a glorious kingdom in the earth. And so at this time, they were actually under Rome. So they were hoping na that a Messiah would come, a new king would come. So they were hoping for that. So the Jews were hoping for the coming of the Messiah to start a new kingdom. Okay, but what happened here in this story? 
Makita natin when Jesus went in riding on a donkey, somehow Jesus wept. And interestingly, no, there are only two passages in the Bible where we see Jesus weeping, Jesus crying. And one was when he wept for the death of Lazarus. And then secondly, he was crying for Jerusalem. Where in Luke chapter 19 verse 41 says, When he drew near and saw the city, he wept over it, saying, Would that you, even you, had known on this day the things that would make for peace. Now they are hidden from your eyes. Because, verse 44, you did not know the time of your visitation. So it's so sad, though, because young Israel was uh, hoping for a way that God would come to them. And they did not recognize that when Jesus came, it was already the hope that God was giving them. And so it's, it's sad na may, may times na ganun, pag hindi natin naintindihan yung ginagawa ng Panginoon, maaring that's the time that we actually lose hope. Especially during these days na people are losing hope. But I believe, you know, if we understand that God is still the King, And God is still working in our midst. Okay, we can always find hope. And so it is important to know that what God is doing. And it will really spell the difference of how we can walk in hope, live in hope as well. So it is important to understand what God is doing today. You know, the reason why yung mga religious leaders, even most of the Jews, did not understand who Jesus was. It's because they did not understand what God was doing. In fact, Jesus said that. He said in Matthew chapter 12, verse 30, He says, Whoever is with me is against me. Whoever does not gather with me scatters with me. So in the time of crisis, it is important that we know who God is and what He is doing. And the question is, are we with Him? Jesus Either we're against Him or we're for Him. In the narrative that we just read a while ago, okay, there are three significant events that happen during the triumphal entry and how it is important for us so that we know what God is doing. As a result, it will lead us to a life of victory. And I believe you naman ang desire natin, all of us, that we would live a life of victory. Amen. The first event was this Jesus in the Mount of Olives where it says in Luke chapter 19 verse 29 when he drew near to Bethpage and Bethany at the Mount that is called Olive he sent two of the disciples to go and get a donkey so we read that story what was so significant about this this place called Olive We have to understand that years before, there was already a prophecy that Jesus, the Messiah, would come from a certain area. In uh, Ezekiel chapter 11, verse 23, it says that the glory of the Lord went up from the midst of the city and stood on the mountain that is on the east side of the city. So it is interesting to note na yung Mount of Olives, alam nyo ba, where is it located? It is located 
on the east side. And so Jesus on Mount Olive actually is a fulfillment of the prophecy that was about to happen. Hindi pa nangyayari. You know, the Jews knew that. In fact, uh, uh, if you go to Jerusalem, me and my wife just recently, we went to Israel. We went to the East Gate. We went to the Mount of Olives. And in the Mount of Olives, because they did not know who Christ was, they're still waiting for the Messiah. Alam nyo ba yung burial site doon? There's, there's a burial site on the East Gate. At napakamahal na para lang ma, malibing doon sa area na. And many rich Jews would like to be buried there. You know why? In the hope that when the Messiah comes, somehow, nandun yung yung katawan nila. But we all know, the good news is, the Messiah had come already. Jesus had come. In John chapter 10, verse 10, it says, The thief comes only to kill, steal, and destroy. But the Messiah came that they may have life and have it abundantly. So knowing that Jesus already came, that our Savior had come. This is very important for us to know. Did, Jesus did not just come as a Messiah then or a Savior then, that, but even today, He's continually saving us. He's continually saving you and me. Especially now, ang nangyayari ngayon, we're asking, Lord, where are you in this situation? But ba nangyayari to? And Jesus said that. The thief came to kill, steal, and destroy. Jesus is here. And what is He doing? He is giving us abundant life. And I believe He's still doing that today. He's still saving us. He's still helping His people. So secondly, we will talk about how He came, the manner how Jesus came, and the manner how He will come the second time. Where it says in verse 35, And they brought the donkey, it, talking about the donkey, to Jesus, and throwing their cloaks on the colt or the donkey, they set Jesus on it, and he rode along, and they spread their cloaks on the road. Now, it's important for us to understand what was happening here again. Why? Because Jesus riding on the donkey, alam nyo ba, was another fulfillment of the Messiah coming. And the Jews knew that. In Zechariah chapter 9, verse 9, talks about the coming of the king. Where it says in verse 9, Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Shout aloud, O daughter of Jerusalem. Behold, your king is coming to you. Righteous and having salvation is he. Then it says this, Humble and mounted on a donkey and on a colt, the fowl of a donkey. Now, we might be wondering, bakit hindi horse, no? Diba, usually, pagka hero, pag dumating ang hero, narating yan sa kabayo, diba, hindi sa, sa isang donkey. And yet, a donkey in the Bible has a significance. Because when we talk about donkey, it speaks of peace. That the Messiah would come, and He would, he would come and bring peace. In fact, Jesus said that to His disciples. He says, in the end, when he was about to go, he says, My peace I give to you. And isn't it that Jesus is also called the Prince of Peace? And when we talk about peace, hindi lang the peace of mind yan. The word that they usually use is the word shalom. 
meaning nothing missing, nothing broken. And so when we have the Prince of Peace in our lives, that's the desire. It's not just a mental state, but somehow in our lives, nothing will be broken and nothing will be missing as well. So that is how he came the first time. But did you know that the second time, hindi na donkey? Because the, the Bible says the second time, he is coming on a horse now. Ito na yung gusto natin. And when the Bible speaks about a horse, it's not really peace, but it's actually, it speaks of war. How Jesus, when he would come the second time, he would come and defeat all of his enemies. Revelation chapter 19, verse 11 to 14 says this, talking about this rider, Then I saw heaven open, and behold, a white horse, the one sitting on it called Faithful and True. And in righteousness, he judges and makes war. His eyes are like a flame of fire, and on his head are many crowns. And he has a name written that no one knows but himself. Verse 13, he is clothed in a robe dipped in blood. And the name by which he is called is the word of God. And the armies of the heavens arrayed in fine linen, white and pure, were following him on white horses. So this is a picture of how Jesus would come. Ang ganda po, no? It's a picture of a conquering king. And how he would come, the Bible talks about his eyes, flames of fire, that whatever he sees, whatever he looks, now he will judge all things. And not only that, talks about his cloth. Uh, his cloth is a robe dipped in blood. And does it speak about what Jesus Christ did for us on the cross? Okay, when his blood was shed for us. And that's the reason why he, he walks in holiness and how he shares that holiness, that righteousness with us. And then the name by which he is called is the word of God. And isn't it, I see Jesus Renyon, in where John says Jesus is the word of God. So what is this a picture of? That in the end, our conquering king, when he comes, okay, he will give us victory. And that's the good news that we have today. That's the reason why our church is called Victory. Thank God, Victory ang pangalan ng church natin. No? Can you imagine ang pangalan ng church natin? Losers Fellowship. Pangit naman yun. Okay? But why Victory? Because we believe in this prophecy that when Jesus come, He would give us victory. So what's the application? The application in there is this. And there are times we might have uh, battles that we lose. You might be wondering, Eh, Pastor, bakit may mga battles na tatalo tayo? Totoo yun. Why? Because we live in a fallen world. But the good news is this. We might lose some battles, but the end, in the end, sa uli, we will win the war. Amen. Jesus will give us the victory. Now, the next point here, as I end, you know, as He entered Jerusalem now, we ask the question, bakit maraming tao doon? Why were there a lot of people during this time? Were they really waiting for Jesus? You know, scholar says when Jesus entered Jerusalem, it was actually springtime. It's around Sunday, the year 30 AD. And 
the holy city of Jerusalem was crowded. Why at this time? Because this was the time that pilgrims would come to celebrate the Passover. And the reason why they were there in, in Jerusalem, uh, sa temple, it's because during this time, the priest would go out and he would choose what they call a Paschal lamb or the Passover lamb. At gagawin ng Passover lamb, yung, yung high priest would take that lamb, he would choose a, a lamb that is perfect, and would put it around him, he would carry that lamb, okay, and he would parade that lamb, and people would cheer and say, that's our Passover lamb. And so the Passover lamb for them was a sign of, a symbol of redemption, that God would bless us. It is in remembrance of what God did when God delivered the Israelites out of Egypt. Remember that in the Passover, where God told them to get a lamb and get the blood of the lamb and paint the blood of your doorposts with the blood of the lamb. So that when the angel of death would come, the plague would come, it will not touch you. And so when, when Jesus came, what did he do? Anong ginawa niya? People did not know it. The Bible says, when he came riding on a colt, they were proclaiming the Messiah had come. Hosanna to the son of David. Why? Because they were, they were waiting for this king. Not knowing that God was doing something else. That God was actually parading the Lamb of God that would, would, would be slain for all of our sins. And that the reason why we are saved today, the reason why the plague, death could not touch us, is because we are covered by the blood of the Lamb. Revelation chapter 5, verse 5 and 6 talks about this. Verses in verse 5, And one of the elders said to me, Weep no more. Behold, the Lion of the tribe of Judah, the Root of David, has conquered, so that he can open the scroll and its seven seals. And in verse 6, And between the throne and four living creatures among the elders, John said, I saw a lamb standing as though he had been slain with seven horns, seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God sent out into all the earth. Interesting. The Bible says the angels and the people in heaven, when they saw Jesus, ang nakita nila was a lion. And a lion actually speaks of kingship again. A lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David. Again, where David lineage, the prophecy was the king would come from him. So heaven saw that. Heaven saw a king. But interestingly, when they saw the king, there's the king, the, the lion of the tribe of Judah. He can open the scroll. Nung tumingin si John, John, hindi niya nakita yung lion. Alam niyo nakita niya? Was the Lamb of God. And could it be na, ganun, no, heaven sees Jesus as the king. We see Jesus, yes, as our king. But more, he is the Lamb that was slain for us. For all eternity. In fact, it says there that in heaven, when we would worship him, we would always say that, we say to him, holy, 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 is the Lord God Almighty, that Jesus was the Lamb that was slain for us, for you and me, and we will worship Him forever. So because of these three significant events now, 
Ano yung application? That when Jesus came as the Messiah, when Jesus came fulfilling the prophecy that He would come as the conquering King and He would come as the Lamb, the reason why we can live today and smile and say we have a new hope is because Jesus was the Lamb that was slain for us. He was also the Lion, the tribe of Judah. He is our victorious King who leads us into triumph. So let's read this last scripture now. 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14, where it says, But thanks be to God, who in Christ always leads us in triumphal procession, and through us spreads the fragrance of the knowledge of Him everywhere. And so, brothers and sisters, the reason why we have hope, new hope today, you know why? Because of what happened more than 2,000 years ago. Jesus entered Jerusalem. Yes, as the king who rode on his donkey, bringing peace. But not only that, he's also our conquering king. He would come back one day, not on a donkey, but on a horse. And he would give us the victory. And not only that, he was also the lamb our Passover lamb. The reason why we don't have to face judgment anymore. We can look forward toward life and eternal life is because of the Passover lamb, the lamb that was slain for you and me. I want us right now as we reflect on that, let's receive hope this morning. Whatever we're going through, receive the hope that God wants to offer you because God the Father sent His Son Jesus for you and me to become our Savior in our Passover land. Can we just bow our heads and pray right now? Close your eyes. Lord Jesus, salamat again, O God, for what you did for us. Thank you for coming to Jerusalem. And on that day when the people were celebrating the coming of their King, they were expecting you to come in a certain way. But behind the scenes, Father, we thank you. You are sending your son. You were parading your son, Jesus, as the Lamb of God that would be slain for us. And so we thank you for what you did for us. Thank you for sending your son, Jesus, to die on the cross for shedding your blood for us. As a result, Lord, we thank you, Lord God. We are cleansed by the blood. As a result, Lord, we can declare that you are our King, you are the king who will always lead us in victory. And so whatever we're going through right now, we receive that victory today. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. Now I want to invite some of you. You might be watching for the first time. And first time you narinig to no, about Jesus. You might be in a religion. But today in our crisis, you're looking to a new hope. It's not in religion. But it's accepting Jesus as your king first and understanding he became your Passover lamb. If you want to receive salvation today, I want to encourage you, close your eyes wherever you are and pray this prayer. Say, Lord Jesus, I cannot save myself. Come into my life. Be my savior and be my king. Be Lord over my life. Rescue me, Lord God, and give me the victory. In Jesus' name we pray. Everybody says, Amen. Amen. And so as we end this morning, let's receive new hope. Why? Because Jesus is our Messiah, our Savior.
He's also our Passover lamb, the lamb that was slain for all of our sins. And he is our conquering king, the king who leads us in victory. So let me pray for you. Close your eyes and lift your hands. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord's face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord has turned his face towards you, giving you his shalom, his peace. Be blessed. Have new hope. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you. See you next week. Thank you for listening. We hope you were encouraged by the message. For more podcasts and updates, visit victory.org.ph or download the Victory app. You may also give through our website and share your prayer requests and answered prayers with us there.